to the Raise Your Energy podcast. My name is Linda Lange and I'm your host and energy expert. We are going to talk about the push, push, push mentality that a lot of people live by and what the consequences are. I share with you my not so secret recipe for how I bring more balance into my everyday life. So let's get started. these expressions push 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 or go 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 work 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 it means to be all the time full on always driving ourselves to the limit in the pursuit of something particular and a lot of us have the belief that this is the only way that we can achieve what we want to achieve And lots of time people living their lives with this mentality will achieve a lot but to what cost? And the funny thing is that this is not the only way to live and achieve your goals and dreams. But I did not know that either. My life was about giving everything at work. I wanted a career, I wanted promotions, I wanted higher salaries. And I just saw this happening in one way, for myself to always give my best and my everything. That was the only way I thought you could have it all. And let's be honest, the companies benefit from it when their employees always give their best and put their work first in pursuit of more money, more status and more power. Well, so they think because now they are starting to pay the price when 50 to 70% of people are burned out. And burnout is directly linked to lower performance at work and absent days due to health reasons. But back to ourselves, or back to the way I was living for so many years. You might be resonating with what I'm sharing here about myself. You might see yourself in the same shoes, asking yourself, when will there ever be time when work is not so demanding, when it actually quiets down and when you can actually take a breath from all of this. Looking back at the last years, has this ever happened to you? Has work ever gone down and gave you a breath to take? If I look back at my years in employment, I can say, nope, that never happened. But I can say as well that I never let it happen. If I was in a situation where work did slow down and I could take some time to recover, to reset and to rest, I would go out looking for more work, for new opportunities and for more responsibility to prove myself, right? If I have the belief that I can just have a thriving career when I work, 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 it makes sense for me to keep raising my hand for new projects or start looking for the next promotion when work actually does slow down a bit. If this does not really sound like you, I invite you to look at the rest of your life and see if you do have an area in your life outside of work where you do live by the mentality of go, go, go. Maybe it's sport or fitness. Maybe you are the kind of person that goes to spinning five or six times per week, just as an example. This is a typical area in people's lives where we can 
push and we think that this is good for us, that this is how we grow and how we develop. And like with the working example, on the outside, it always looks like we do. And the same mentality can actually show up as well in your life when you look out for others. Either it's your children, maybe it's your whole family or other people in your family, maybe it's your parents, maybe it's your partner. If that is the case for you, reflect on this. Are you putting their needs always before yours? Are you always available to drop everything important to you to help or support the others? Are you always, so to say, on call for everybody else in your life and feel like you have no time for yourself? If you're saying yes to any of that, then you are living by that mentality, not at work, but you're doing this in your private life. So let's talk about what it means and where it can actually end up. Stress is good and necessary, but you have heard me talk about this in previous episodes. If we cannot turn off the stress response, we are heading for some kind of breakdown or maybe even illness in the future. Our system, our nervous system helps us with this push, 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 but it's not meant to be turned on all the time. We are not built to live like that. But we created a society, a culture, a way of living that demands this from us to thrive or even survive. Again, so we think. If you keep living in work, work, work mode for years or decades in your workplace, in your job, you might end up with burnout or you might develop an illness that is based on the way we live, like a heart attack or cancer, or there are many other illnesses out there. If you, for example, practice your fitness and sport regime based on the go, go, go mode, then you had probably for some physical breakdown, like a regular or chronic injury. And if you're living a private life of push, 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 any of that can happen. You can have an injury, you can have a breakdown, you can have burnout, you can develop an illness. I don't want to scare anybody. I want to show you the cause and the effect. Lots of people do not make the connection between the way they're living and any illness or injury that shows up in their life. They think that they might just have been unlucky or it just happened by chance. No, the research actually shows these days that most of our illnesses or breakdowns are caused by the way we are actually living our lives. And that means that you play a huge part in this. This is not something that is just happening to you. You have a decision here. You have a choice. I mentioned already that stress in itself is not bad that we need certain stress in our life to actually keep a balance and grow and perform well. It's actually kind of like a curve that first goes up and then at the peak suddenly goes down again, kind of like a mountain. We need to add some stress in our life to create a healthy tension and to raise our performance as well at work, in the gym or to manage all the responsibilities in our family lives. And when we are at that peak performance, we are very productive 
and at the same time very calm and relaxed. So check in with yourself. Are you always calm and relaxed when you are performing in your area of responsibility? When I look back at my old self before my burnout, then the answer is definitely no. I was most of the time performing and at the same time felt stress or pressure. So my performance was more supported by the feelings of being rushed or worrying about getting everything done or beating myself up for taking longer than expected. That is not the peak performance we are looking for. What I just described is already the phase after the peak performance where it goes downhill. It's when we moved from being in a healthy tension of stress to being in the exhaustion phase of stress. We are already overdoing it and we're heading for burnout. We're heading for a breakdown of our systems. So ask yourself again, looking at your area of responsibility or performance, whatever it is, is your performance based on the healthy tension that makes you feel calm and relaxed when you perform well? Or is it rather based on stress pressure, being rushed and feeling exhausted. This is a good indicator for you to realize that you're not truly at peak performance and that you have to take a step back. And that, of course, sounds much easier than it actually is. I know that. Just because I have all of this knowledge and I even support my clients in overcoming burnout once and for all, it doesn't mean that I have eliminated all of my tendencies to overwork, to keep going and going and going, and to put myself under stress. I don't think I will ever completely get rid of those. And to a certain level, I don't probably even want to. They got me to where I am today. They kind of are part of me. They did let me have a thriving career and build my own business. And at the same time, of course, they did get me to burn out completely. So I know that I need something to keep me in balance. I need something that gives me messages for me to adjust the way of living so I can have more of that peak performance that feels calm and relaxed in my life. And for me, this is being in contact with my nervous system through the Source app that I use. It's an app that reads my heart rate variability, which is direct messages from my nervous system on how much resilience and energy I have for the day ahead. I do this every morning and then I adjust my day based on this message. I will give you a link to the app in the show notes or underneath the video, but let me tell you more about how I actually then adjust my life to these messages because that is really what changed my life, my health, and my energy levels. If my nervous system is really strong on a day, I get the message that I can push myself. For me, that means I can step out of my comfort zone. I can do that physically, but as well emotionally and mentally. I can push myself a bit when it comes to working and I have extra energy to tackle difficult tasks or even difficult conversations. When my nervous system is balanced out nicely, my day is focused on maintaining that state. 
So I would go about my day, well, in a very usual, normal way. My new usual, my new normal, not my old self, obviously. (laughs) It means that I keep to my well-being practices like meditation or yoga, and I go through a balanced day of work. And when my nervous system is unbalanced or weakened from previous stress, I receive the message that I have to take a step back and recover and restore on that day. And I do take these days now very seriously. I make conscious choices and adjustments to give myself more recovery time. And I will not push myself in any areas of my life if I can help it. Sure, this is not always possible, but it is possible nevertheless. It's a practice you need to get better at and try out different things and see what works for you. So let me give you a few examples of areas in my life where I do make adjustments based on the messages I receive from my nervous system. My best example is probably my yoga practice. I practice yoga about four to five times per week. And if I do, I will always look first at my nervous system and receive the message. And then I will choose a practice for me to do on that day. If I have a push day, I use that day to stretch myself. Maybe I do a longer session or something a bit more demanding, like a power flow. I have an online membership called Soul Sanctuary, where I have hundreds of classes available to me. I will actually give you the link in the show notes as well, just in case you're looking for something like that as well. And so if I have then a recovery day, I will choose something slow, like maybe a stretch class or a yin practice where I don't push my body and my nervous system so much. And sometimes these are even the days where I might even skip my practice and take a break. My second example is my daily walk with my dog, Mikey. I will adjust my time out with him based on how much energy I have available. So I will check in with my nervous system first. And if I have a recovery day, I will not stretch myself and sometimes even try to take an easier walk and take as well a bit of a shorter walk. And if I have a push day, Mikey gets the benefits of a longer walk and I get more time out in nature and try to attempt maybe even more difficult walks. I will choose as well walks I have done many times before when I have a recovery day, so I know exactly what I get myself into. And if I have a push day, I might explore some new walks, because there I might need to walk a little bit longer, especially if I might get lost. The obvious area of my life to adjust based on the message from the nervous system is, of course, work. I use push days for tasks that either take me a lot of energy or they push me out of my comfort zone. And when I have a recovery day, I will choose easier tasks. Maybe some are more of a routine to me, maybe some admin, somewhere where I don't need to think a lot about it or really step out of my comfort zone to get it done. And then there are, of course, other areas in my life where I really, truly listen to my system and adjust accordingly, like my meditations, when I go to bed, how much sleep I need. So all in all, I feel so much more energetic and balanced because I'm more in touch with my nervous system. I am much more resilient as well to whatever life throws at me. 
There is actually not much anymore that can influence my mental stability to the detriment of my health. And that's what it's all about for me. Energy and health to enjoy my life to the fullest. I hope you took a lot of nuggets away from this episode today. I feel like it was jam-packed full of messages and insights for you. Thank you so much for listening to or watching and I hope you can create more balance in your life so you can enjoy your life more. And with that, I love you and leave you. Talk soon and bye-bye.